Are you ready? Yeah, I'm good. All right. All right. This is part two of the second annual Locked On Longhorns draft. We have already done picks one through 14. We are now starting 16 through 30. You are Locked On Longhorns, your daily podcast on the Texas Longhorns. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Like I said, this is part two of the second annual Locked on Longhorns draft. If you're watching this and have not seen part one, you need to go check that out. I would tell you who we have picked thus far, but then you wouldn't go watch the first episode, right? So just go <laughs> check it out. <laughs> sure. All right, Nino, pick number 15. You are on the clock. Like I said, it's getting tight. You know, choices are going yeah. off the board fast, but we got yeah. 30 players to pick, 16 more. Let's get it. I'm going to go – the defensive side of the ball, star position, Jade Barron. Pick number Great 15. Pick late. Yeah, I thought it was just excellent value pick. I mean, Barron's going to be a draft pick, right? I mean, he's going to be drafted. This is a guy that was, what was he, second team last year, all Big 12, if I'm not mistaken. Um, honorable mention. I think he got – Oh, he was honorable mention? That was, yeah, I don't oh, think he man. made a team. Yeah, I think he – That's he crazy. Uh, he was uh, – he was outstanding last year. I mean, he made play after play, plays to run very well, you know, plays to pass very well too as well. One of those guys that's going to be very valuable for the league. Um, when you see those guys who play the nickel position, um, like a Quandre Diggs, which I'm not saying he, he is Quandre Diggs because Quandre was a different animal. He was a little bit smaller, but a little bit more stout. But uh, Baron is a beast too, man. I love his game. This is another guy I think that was a three-star guy too as well. That has got was gotten developed here very well. Um, so yeah, I like Baron. Um, I do, you know, understand that if he does not play this year, let's say for instance, he gets injured or something, we do have Gilbo behind him, but, but Gilbo's coming up from knee injury. But from all you know accounts, he is still a dog, right? So, but uh I like Baron. Baron's just great value at the second pick at, or at, you know, you know, as the first pick of the second round here. So I got Baron, man. All right, I'm going to stick with the secondary. And this is one of my favorite players on the team. He also is the reason I heard uh, Big X the plug Texas for the first time. It was on his highlight <laughs> tape. Uh, so I got shout out to Jaron Thompson, man. Um, Thompson. Just really, like I said, one of my favorite players on the team. And I thought that he was one of the biggest reasons that this defense was much improved last year. We talked about the safeties and their communication, their work with Gary Patterson. It really translated on the field. And I thought if Jaron Thompson could catch, he definitely would have been first team all Big 12 last year because he had about four or five interceptions in his vicinity that he just didn't catch. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, so um, I'm definitely expecting a big season. And I think iron sharpens iron. You know, I think him playing next to Jalen Catalan will only bring out even better uh, of him la uh, this year. So he was honorable mention last year. I think he makes first or second team all Big 12 this year. Great value uh, with the 16th overall pick. So I got Jaron Thompson. Man, it's getting tough now. It's getting real tough it right is. now. It is. We're getting into the too deep, damn near. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like the rest of the offensive line and then too deep. This is really getting tough right now. Um, yeah. I think I'm going to miss some people's heads up with this one. I think I'm going to go pick number 17. I'm going to go Anthony Hill. And I say mm. Anthony Hill, you know, for the simple reason. We just heard the news. Um, you know, that Mo's out, right, for two to four weeks, right? Um, 
It's going to give Anthony Hill a lot of opportunity to come in and do his thing. Even though David Bender's is probably going to start next to Jalen Ford, Anthony Hill is going to be a guy that's going to be kind of used all just just everywhere, man, all over the field. Uh, last year, if if fans remember, PK went and had a one on one meeting with Dan Quinn last year, right? And I think the entirety of that meeting was to say, how do I make Overshawn? Uh, a mini version of Michael Parsons. I I think I I don't know for a fact, but I just think that's the reason why that meeting happened, and it's no coincidence why Overshawn is with the Cowboys now. All right, let's just let's just be honest <laughs> with that. All right, I think PK probably sees now that he has a guy in Anthony Hill who is a no kidding linebacker. Overshawn had to spin down to become a linebacker, something that he fought for years. He wanted to stay at safety. Anthony Hill was born and bred a linebacker. You know, his dad wanted him to play linebacker. He made him play linebacker. We got a guy who understands how to play linebacker from day one, has to weight already at 225, 230 pounds already as a true freshman. His body looks like a college linebacker, and he's probably going to be one of the best pass rushers on this team day one. So you have a linebacker who is going to eventually be the quarterback of this defense probably next year, but a guy who – you know, in certain pockets, in certain situations, can rush the quarterback and be one of the best guys to do it on this team. And I just got him at pick number 17. <laughs> no, nah, Anthony Hill. Anthony Hill was definitely that player. I was like, how late can I get him? And I kept pushing it back. <laughs> and I was about to pick him, and you said it, man. That's crazy. And you talk about all of that. Let's talk about the athleticism, right? Somebody who's squatting 500-plus pounds and was on his high school relay team in terms of track, right? That's your future middle linebacker in the SEC. And that's the type of player that wins in the SEC. So glad that we got Anthony Hill away from Texas A&M. So shout out to that uh, disaster class they put on last year in 2022. Probably the biggest reason Anthony Hill is on our roster right now. I'm going to go with DJ Campbell for my next pick. I'm going with DJ Campbell for my next pick. And this is a little bit of an unknown, right? Because we haven't seen him in that role yet. Cole Hudson was early enrollee last year. He was the starter. And I thought just as a whole, the interior offensive line could have been better. What people forget or people may not realize because of the play of Kelvin Banks is DJ Campbell was the headliner of that class, right? DJ Campbell was the highest ranked player in that 2022 class. And I think for good reason. And I think we'll see it on the field this year. You're just talking about a freak athlete at that guard position, a basketball player at that guard position, and somebody who's been described as just nasty and dominant in the run game. Now, there's still going to be some growing pain, still some things he has to figure out. But just off of pure talent and athleticism, he should be able to move people inside. And that's going to help our earlier picks in Jonathan Brooks and Cedric Baxter and, of course, the passing game as a whole. So I'm banking on DJ Campbell living up to that five-star ranking, getting in there and improving that interior offensive line in 2023. All right. It's a good pick. All right. I kind of want to stay on the defense side of the ball. I want to go cornerback, uh, but I think we're really deep at cornerbacks. <laughs> so it's, it's like – you know, you got Watts, you got Terrence Brooks, but, man, you got Manny Muhammad behind him. You got a Gavin Holmes behind him. I mean, so, you know, or who knows? Gavin Holmes might be starting, right? So who knows? But, I mean, you just – you got that that secondary is really deep. I'm going to go off the grid. I think people are going to be like, what? But I'm going to say Jake Majors at 19. And hear me out when I say this. Jake Majors is a starting center of this team, been a starter for three years. Um, this is a guy who people have tried to push out of his position um, since the day he's gotten here and all he's done is beat him out 
and stay on the team and stay as a starting center. Smart, smart, smart player. Um, the guys that are behind him are very young. You got Connor Robinson behind him. You got Cole Hudson. And these guys have really never played center at, you know, at this level. They're just getting time in there now. I think Jake Majors is going to be pivotal for the calls. Um, you know, a lot of people want to rag on him because maybe he doesn't have the interior strength that you know people want to see out of the center position. And we've seen that, you know, Cal Flood has been cross-training folks where the last year was Junior Angle out prior to him getting hurt. Um, um, also whispers last year that Campbell took some snaps at center and practices at one time, but Cole Hudson, Connor Robinson, they are trying to get as many people, you know, spun up at the center position. And that might not be just to replace Jake's majors. I think that might just be in case he gets hurt. Right. And so you need that depth at center. And I don't know if we have that depth at center yet. So Jake majors, I think has to stay healthy uh, just for the calls along that offensive line. All right, we're going to get to the money real quick, and I'm going to come back and make the 20th overall pick. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. So post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college in all caps to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. All right, we had to get to the money really quickly. Um, and at this point, we're scraping a little bit. Like I said, we're into the too deep. We're getting down to the, the last of the starters. So I'm going to take another flyer. And this is a player that we have not seen a whole lot, but actually in limited snaps last year, he graded really well. And he comes from a powerhouse program and i have i'm of the belief that you come from a dominant high school program that typically translates to production on the field in college and i've talked about the three most important positions on the field and this player certainly falls into that he is a pass rusher i'm going with ethan burke you know we've heard that he's had a really good offseason and he may not be baron surreal he may not you know have the impact that alfred collins tamandre sweat and byron murphy do but i think that he still can be somebody who's very solid for you as a pass rusher this year as a body and somebody who could get four plus sets, even in the limited role that he may be in. And we also heard, I think it was either in the first scrimmage or the second scrimmage that they were matching offensive personnel and taking Tavondre Sweat off the field a lot for Ethan Burke and kind of playing it that way. So that could be something we see throughout the season where Alfred Collins is on the field a lot and you're kind of matching personnel between Tavondre Sweat and Ethan Burke. So I think he could have a very solid role on this team could be the second best pass rusher we have at the edge position. And I think that translates on the field. You know, I think this is a good value, but I haven't seen enough of Ethan Burke to tell, <laughs> but you're getting an edge rusher, you know, this late, you got to take him. I got Ethan Burke at number 20. All right. 21 for me. Again, I want to go cornerback, but I think we're deep. I think, I, I think we're good at cornerback. <laughs> I'm going to go Christian Jones offensive line. You know, uh, you know, so Christian Jones being at that right tackle position, I don't think people realize how important it was that he came back. Um, what it does, it it kind of makes that unit whole. You know, you have a guy who's who was a starter last year and played outstanding last year. Um, you're seeing just the teachings of what Kyle Flood can do over a couple seasons for a player. Christian Jones was the guy that came in. He started playing football late, um, and I think he played soccer pretty much. And, he, and then he finally played, you know, you know, like football just a little bit later in life. This guy is very athletic. Um, his body is really transformed. He has an SEC body now. 
probably um, translates more to guard at the next level. But we're seeing with a guy like Christian Jones, a lot of people who, you know, people have basically written him off prior to Flood getting here. You're seeing how Flood is able to develop these offensive linemen. And so I like Christian Jones at right tackle. And I think that he's going to be one of the cornerstones for this offensive line this year. All right, I'm going with a flash pick at 22 because we can. Like I said, we're getting down to the wire. And this is partially, uh, you know, I've said this. I just really have faith in this player. I have faith in the coaching he's received prior to coming to the University of Texas. And I've made the bold, maybe it's not even bold proclamation, that six years from now, we will say he was the best player in this wide receiver room is Jonte Cook. I'm also saying that because I'm not sure how healthy Isaiah Nayor will be this year. And I think Jonte Cook ends up creeping into that wide receiver three, wide receiver four territory by the time it's all said and done. I just think he's too talented to keep off the field. So my 22nd overall pick going with strictly value, but it is a sexy pick, Jonte Cook at wide receiver. And like I said, five years from now, we will say Jonte Cook was the best wide receiver in that room. That's a good pick, man. Very good pick. Jonte's explosive. He's explosive. Uh, I mean, he's exactly what Sark wants on the, you know. You know I love his run. route running. I, I, it's it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Man, it's getting kind of close here in the end, man. All right, so pick number twenty-three. I'm, <laughs> man, I'm going to go Ryan Watts. I'm going to go Ryan Watts. Um, big boundary cornerback, uh, guy that can reroute, you know, guys. I mean, he like, like when Rots gets his hands on you, it's a wrap, you know, he's going to reroute you. Um, very sound, you know, guy in the secondary. My only thing about this, I know I'm picking him with pick 23. If he doesn't play, we got a guy named Manny Muhammad who can come behind him, but he's a freshman, so you don't want to trust freshmen to come in and have to save you, right? So I'm hoping that Ryan Watts stays healthy this entire season. He's a hell of a player. He has a shot to go to the NFL. Uh, safety might be his best position at the next you know, level. But here, cornerback at Texas, he played outstanding last year. I think I think he's going to do it again this year as well. And so I got Ryan Watts at, at, uh, at pick 23. All right, I'm going to keep it short and simple. 24th overall, I'm going to counter and go with Terrence Brooks. Uh, this could come back to bite me if, you know, we look up on Saturday and Gavin Holmes is started, right? But I think it's going to be uh, Terrence Brooks. Um, and if he plays like he did last year in the Washington game and the TCU game, I think he'll be more than all right. You know, this is a pick, a player we haven't seen a lot of, you know, because Deshaun Jameson was starting last year. But I have faith in the development of Texas kid. And they said in terms of cornerbacks, Ryan Watts and Terrence Brooks are going to be the first ones off the bus, right? Both over 200 pounds, both over six feet tall. That's what you like. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Pete Kukowski likes big corners. And I'm expecting a big year from Terrence Brooks so had to counter the Ryan Watts pick and if he's a starter I think that could be very good value down here at 24. It's really good value all right pick number 25 for me I'm gonna go Hayden Connor man I'm gonna go Hayden Connor um Hayden Connor playing the left guard position um mainly I'm picking him I know that we got some really good depth at the left guard position with Neto but Neto we haven't seen in the game yet and also Cole Cole Hudson he's going right guard and possibly left guard as well um, but all three of those guys are going to play um, Campbell, Hudson, and Connor. But Connor's kind of made that position last year. Um, comes from, you know, just a really good family too as well. I met his dad and his and his grandparents and stuff at the uh, the uh, OU game as well too. So good family, good kid too as well, man. I I, I think he's going to be really good this year. Last year had a couple um, 
you know, like penalties last year. But that's those are young mistakes. Uh, the Texas offensive line was so much better last year than the previous year. Um, I think they were – I think their actual successful play rate went up um, about 10% last year from the previous year, but they had more penalties because, the you know, because that line was younger. I think those penalties are going to go away this year, less false starts, less holdings, and I think this line is going to be very good, and I think Hayden Connors going to be a big piece of that. Yeah, really good pick. We're going to get to some more money real quick, and then I'm going to come back with the 26th overall pick. All right, so I got Keaton Crawford, and I'm kind of buying insurance for <laughs> Nino's third overall pick when he took Jalen Catalan, right? You know, I'm not sure if it's going to be Michael Taff or Keaton Crawford, but we have two years of data that tells us that Jalen Catalan probably will not play in every game, right? And so he asked that question earlier, who will come in if Jalen Catalan gets hurt? And obviously there will be a drop-off, but that's why you have talent in the two deep. So I will expect Kate, Keaton Crawford to get, uh, you know, some really good snaps this year, a good rotation of the snaps, I should say. And I would not be surprised if there's two to three games that Keaton Crawford ends up starting this year in place of Jalen Catalan. So we're at that point where we're picking from the two deep and I'm, I'm buying Man. some depth, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm buying, buying insurance uh, for his Jalen Catalan pick. Like I said, I just think Keaton Crawford gets on the field. We have two years of data that tells us Keaton Crawford will get on the field at some point this season. And, you know, hopefully he makes the most of those opportunities. All right, pick number 27 for me, man. I'm going to say Cole Hudson. I'm going to say Cole Hudson for the simple fact that Cole Hudson and DJ Campbell, even though Campbell's probably going to start, Cole Hudson's going to get some playing time in this first game. They're still probably in a battle. We haven't read that Campbell's just run away with his job yet. And so you got Cole Hudson, who could still potentially be the starter this year. And if I get a, a starter at pick 27, I think I did really good. Um, but he's he's going to be a guy that's, that's that's still battling with Campbell, but he's also a guy that, that has the opportunity to play left guard behind Hayden Connor, him and Neto, right? So Cole is probably that sixth guy off the bench um, when it comes to the, uh, the O-line, and he's going to be very valuable in case somebody gets hurt because he's going to be one of the pieces that you can put in there at a couple positions to make sure that that line still functions. And he has 13 games of starting experience last year. Definitely. I'm strictly going for the home run here. There's only three players left on our board <laughs> out of 30. And he, by far, out of the three left, has the biggest boom potential. <laughs> right? And so I'm going with Isaiah Nayor. Last time we saw him on the field, before he tore his ACL, he was averaging almost 20 yards of reception at Wyoming. Right? Somebody who can be very explosive. And, you know, Nino talked about it. This offense missed Isaiah Nayor last year. And a lot of the inconsistent we see, we saw, especially in the passing game, was because, you know, uh, Quinn Ewers did not have the type of target like Isaiah Noyor to throw the ball up to. Now it seems like he has three or four, right? So how much can change in a season? Uh, but like I said, I think me and Nino are both, you know, a little skeptical on how quickly he'll bounce back or how productive he'll be off of that ACL. But getting him at pick 28, I couldn't pass it up. Isaiah Noyor, whatever he gives to this offense, will be a plus for Steve Sarkeesian and company. Yeah, hey, look here, man. Isaiah Noyor, that's an awesome pick at 28. One thing I will say, if he's not full strength in these first couple games, folks, look about week six on. I mean, that's that's pretty much going to be 18 months since he tore the ACL. And I think that's when you're going to start to see him like really kick butt. So, you know, if if he doesn't come on, you know, Rice, Bama, Wyoming, look about game five, game six. I think he'll be full, like really full strength then. And he, he'll be deadly. He'll be deadly. So that's a great pickup, man. Pick 28. Really good pickup. All right, pick 29. My last pick, and I got a starter in David Bender. 
<laughs> Benda's going to be good, man. I think the only thing when it comes to these last couple of players is, you know, Benda, we haven't seen a lot from Benda because he, we haven't asked him to do a lot because we had players in front of him, right? But one thing that I do love about Benda is he's, he's one of those guys that, that, that stayed the course, right? Um, when the, uh, when it got a little bit light in that running back room, he swapped over to play running back for some time. And I think he, you know, you know, you know, even got some snaps in the game one time. So he played running back for the team. Um, he swapped back over to linebacker, you know, so uh, Ben is going to be starting here next to um, next to Jalen Ford. And um, yeah, I think that's great value here. At pick number 29. No, definitely to get it started that late. Um, I think the reason, the only reason David Bender is still on the board is probably because we both think that Anthony Hill will be the starter by the end of the season. <laughs> but nonetheless, you know, you get David Bender, you know, this late, that's a good value. Uh, so I didn't get to make this pick. He was just the last person standing, but it's great because he's a friend of the show, Justice Finkley. Uh, and I love what I'm getting at pick 30 because, you know, same thing I talked about with Byron Murphy. You know, we could talk about Justice Finkley and his stature and his arms, all of that. Look, I, I know what's inside, right? And he's got that heart. He's got that dog mentality. And he's giving you motor. He's giving you consistency. And he's giving you effort on every play, right? And that's something that's going to benefit this Texas football team in the running game and in the passing game on the defensive line. And we talked about at the edge positions, we don't have a ton of depth, right, or a ton of proven mm -hmm. players at that position. So Justice Finkley definitely will have a role. All 30 of these players, whether they're starting or in the two deep, will have a role. That's why he made the draft. And I'm comfortable with Justice Finkley being Mr. Irrelevant because I think he's going to be very relevant for the Texas football team this year. So great draft, great two-part episode, the second annual Locked on Longhorns draft. I'm going to give you the recap. Starting with Nino's team, he has Kelvin Banks, JT Sanders, Jalen Catalan, A.D. Mitchell, Baron Sorrell, Tavondre Sweat, Jonathan Brooks, Jade Barron, Anthony Hill, Jake Majors, Kristen Jones, Ryan Watts, Hayden Connor, Cole Hudson, and David Benda. A great draft, great value on the offensive and defensive sides. My draft, I got Quinn Ewers, Jalen Ford, Xavier Worthy, Byron Murphy, Cedric Baxter, Alfred Collins, Jordan Whittington, Jaron Thompson, DJ Campbell, Ethan Burke, Jonte Cook, Terrence Brooks, Keaton Crawford, Isaiah Nayor, and Justice Finkley. Good value, good talent all around. Nino, I'm going to give you the opportunity to speak on your draft and any parting shots you have before we get out of here. Anything you want to plug, just anything, the floor is yours. Yeah, man. Look, it is hard to draft in these, man, because um, this year <laughs> I think we see the depth that the Texas team has, and I think that's why people are so high on this team right now. You know, like, just think about this draft. At pick 21, I picked Christian Jones, who's a starter on the offensive line. You know, we got Jordan Whittington at pick 14, who had, you know, when he was healthy – he finally had a full season of being healthy, outstanding player. Xavier Worthy might be one of the top two or three wide receivers in the country, and he wasn't picked until pick number six. All right? I mean, so that that tells you just the, the depth <laughs> of this team, right? Just the depth and the star power that this team has. I think Texas is loaded this year. Um, Texas, uh, needs, they, they need to do great things this year. No less than 10 wins this year. I'm saying it. No less than 10 wins this year. And I think Quinn's going to have a hell of a year this year, a good second year under Sark. And if that happens, hey, man, it is what it is. I'm going to the Alabama game. So, I, look, I'm going to be screaming with a, with everything, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, and, and hopefully – yeah. 
And hopefully they can get a win uh, while you're in the building. And like I said, we have to do a recap episode at the end of the season. Uh, see who won the draft. See who we drafted too high. You know, it'd be no disrespect. You know, it, it all gets, you know, the past due to the talking. And see who we drafted too low. You know, which picks were truly, you know, great value and which picks we reached on. But thank you uh, for Nick Battle, Nino's Corner Sports, for dropping in for the second annual Locked on Longhorns draft. He will be here, hopefully, for the third annual Locked on Longhorns draft as we prepare for SEC football. And like he said, you know, we talked about the talent. We talked about the continuity um, on this team, and it's crazy. This is by far the most talented team in the Big 12, and it has to show up on the field this year. And spoiler alert, I think it will. Hook them. Hook them. Peace.